Welcome to Soul-Hearted Living with Dr. Deborah Riebel, a podcast dedicated to guiding your path to well-being and personal transformation. Hi, and welcome to Soul-Hearted Living. I'm Dr. Deborah Riebel, and today we're talking about three sacred keys to heal your inner wounded child. T.S. Eliot once said, We shall not cease from exploration, and the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. Those words were powerful to me and inspired me to look at that each person's soul journey is unique, but the developmental process that we all experience is the same. Our transformation involves spiritual growth in one way or another for every human being, and this growth requires healing our psychic pain, our inner wounded child. Most people choose to remain developmentally stuck rather than face their wounded child. Their emotional paralysis stems from their fear of experiencing their own emotional pain. And when we avoid working through such loss, trauma, and emotional wounds, we continue to repeat and recycle these wounds and less healed. So healing our inner wounded child takes making a commitment to one's transformation and is a challenging yet courageous venture. The strength, courage, and perseverance it takes to heal your wounded child is a testimony to the resilience of your human spirit. It shows how dedicated you are to serve others in the world at this particular time of personal and global transformation. It may be started or inspired by your willingness to become a better mother, partner, or healer. And that can be the catalyst for taking this healing journey. It was for me over the past few weeks leading up to the new moon and in my early life. Even though I started this healing journey in my late 20s, I always find myself circling back here again along a developmental spiral and that I have to return to let go of even deeper layers of these wounds. As a light worker, and as light workers on the planet, we have a special need to heal our, our inner wounded child so that we can initiate and facilitate the healing of others in our world. I always know when I'm called to assist others that I first have to do my own healing work. I have to dive deep into my own childhood wounds so that I can facilitate this healing process for those I serve. In other words, I always practice what I preach. So I wasn't surprised when the divine messages started showing up to guide me along my healing path. The first divine message was an overwhelmingly, overwhelming feeling of sadness that was triggered after a phone call with my dad. 
As soon as I hung up the phone, I felt this heavy weight on my chest, like an anvil pushing down on my heart center. Then I felt a deep sense of loss that was just below the surface of my awareness. At the moment, I couldn't put my finger on what what was coming up for me. So I always know then to pause and take some quiet time and sit with these feelings. When I sat with these feelings, I always go into my heart center and ask, what am I being guided to see and release? My prayer was answered when the divine gave me another way to access my vulnerable pain. The next day on the way home from dinner, a friend of mine asked me if I wanted to listen to a Barry Manilow CD. I said, sure, I love Barry Manilow. And she put the CD into the player and hit the button for the song, I Made It Through the Rain. I hadn't heard this song in years, but listening to it brought me immediately to tears. So I borrowed the CD and found myself playing the song over and over again because it was triggering something inside me. It was triggering the deep recesses of loss. And I realized that through this song, I was going to be able to tap into that. And what I saw there was that it wasn't the loss of something I had, but rather the loss of something that never was. And as I began tapping into my wounded little girl, I let her cry uncontrollably because she needed to release the tears of loss that she had been holding on to with her parents. Now, I had done a lot of this healing work already, but these were even deeper tears and feelings of loss. So through the rain, I made it through the rain, became my anthem for my healing process. It spoke to the strength of letting go, and most importantly, the despair and disappointment of a past that never was. I realized at that time that my parents chose difficult lives, yet they chose to be here on earth at this time so that I could be here to serve. In other words, instead of looking for something more, I realized that that was the ultimate gift. And this epiphany came through the rain, and that was enough. So until you allow yourself time to release your pain, you may not even realize that your body, especially your autonomic nervous system, holds on to this pain. For example, you may have parts of your body that feel numb, you can't access. You may have shallow breathing or a nervous system in constant anxiety. Leaning into your vulnerability, this vulnerable pain, loosens the vice grip that your brain has on you. And in order to heal your inner wounded child, you have to expose these wounds to the light and reveal all the ways you've been striving to protect them and keep them hidden from sight. So sometimes a crisis, such as a serious illness, trauma, or loss, forces us to lean into our vulnerabilities and open to intense transformation. In some ways, change, even the hard change of healing old wounds, is easier when the alternative is unthinkable, which is living with it. But for many of us, daily life isn't enough to trigger that kind of radical transformation. 
So the pain is left to build up for years, even decades. Because we, we believe it's easier to ignore it rather than to let go and lean in. But without this deep release, these old wounds will create chronic distress that can manifest as depression, anxiety, or even physical illness. So only when the pain is released can we bring about self-healing. So here are three sacred keys that I use for healing your inner wounded child. First of all, have a sacred dialogue with your inner wounded child. So grab your favorite journal and pen, curl up in your favorite chair, and get ready to have a chat with your wounded little girl. Create a safe space where you will be safe and uninterrupted. Surround yourself with your favorite scents, sounds, and sensations. Now close your eyes. Put your hand on your heart and see yourself as a young child. Invite your little girl to come into your awareness. Open your heart and invite her in. Let your heart soften and your mind see the wisdom she holds for you. Begin your sacred chat by asking her the following questions, which you can answer in your journal. What wounds do you need me to heal? How do you want to be loved? What do you need to feel safe? Be still and allow the answers to float to the surface in whatever form comes through, and then write them down. A second practice that I use is a forgiveness visualization. So you can practice this by imagining yourself, your mother, your father, both, or any other figures from your childhood. Imagine them as spiritual beings. You can see them with you know, as angels or guides or with white light around them or just as energy. Seeing them in this state makes it easier to forgive them and their human frailties. So then bless their spirits in white light. Surround them with white light and bless them. Then release their dysfunctional patterns and poor choices in pink light. We do this because the vibration of pink light governs the physical universe and shortcuts, short circuits negativity and isolates it and removes it from your energy field. So the more you open your heart in compassion to yourself and your parents and forgive their faulty human choices, the more you eliminate the negative energy. This creates new space for positive energy to return to you and opens more space in your heart for you to love yourself. And finally, you can create a ritual of release. This is a useful tool that can help release your pain from unresolved losses. Rituals of release can be making a picture scrapbook by using old photos and a collage about the past, journaling or simply lighting a candle, you can use photos from your childhood, textured papers, and inspiring quotes to create a visual journal that, sh that depicts your journey of self-healing. 
This ritual release transforms any emotional release into a positive creative force. When you use such rituals, to trans it transforms the energy that is stuck from any unresolved grief and moves it into positive healing experiences. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. May you have a blessed and beautiful day. Thank you for listening. Feeling off balance? Life comes at us pretty hard sometimes, doesn't it? Anxiety is the number one reason that brings clients to Dr. Deborah Rebel's 22-year-old intuitive psychology practice. Sometimes we can all use a quick reboot to help us remember our truth and drop our attention down from our anxiety-riddled mind to our peace-filled heart. If you or a loved one struggle with anxiety, I invite you to claim your free Anxiety SOS Support Kit today at deborahrebel.com forward slash anxiety dash support dash kit.